Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Where it's 937. Time for our weekly visit with Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital. You went uptown. Good morning to you, Dr. Most, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Dean. How are you guys doing this morning? We are doing uh, just fine and dandy. Uh, I wanted to start off with uh, the COVID news that came out this week, that the uh, CDC expanded the use of updated COVID vaccines for kids. Uh, Can you explain? Yeah, you know, we were waiting for this, and it couldn't have come at a better time, to be honest with you, with uh, temperatures dropping and a lot more indoor activities. But we were waiting for that 5 to 11-year-old data, that when I say the data being that old, 5 to 11-year-olds being able to get the bivalent booster. And that information was presented last week and was approved. And as of last Wednesday, um, kids age 5 to 11 can get that COVID booster, the one that's specific for Omicron, uh, BA4, BA5, you know, the the strains that yeah. are now circulating. The latest and greatest. The, yeah, it, it, it is. And unfortunately, only about a third of the 5 to 11-year-olds have been fully vaccinated. So it's not a big population, but we certainly want to keep these kids in school. Yeah, I was surprised to uh, hear and read uh, the very low amount of people who are availing themselves of this new vaccine. I mean, adults even. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know whether it is timing, saying, wait a second, I just got COVID because so many individuals have gotten COVID through the summer, and they say, wait, I'm going to wait until I get closer to the holidays, whether it's um, apathy and, you know, vaccine apathy, or whether it's saying, people are saying, you know what, hey, COVID's just a bad flu, and uh, I just warn people to be very careful about that. We still have you know, 400 deaths a year. I can tell you right now, we have 20 patients in the hospital with COVID. So uh, it still is out there. And those individuals that can get the booster, I certainly would recommend it. Uh, I was in Los Angeles twice over the past uh, week or so. And uh, on planes, uh, in crowded areas, uh, most people are wearing masks, which I thought was uh, very hopeful that people are taking the necessary precautions. Yeah, you know, um, I flew, I guess I flew a couple of weeks ago, and I was I was pleasantly surprised at the number of people wearing it in the airport, especially lining up to get on the plane. Um, again, people don't look at you wearing a mask and kind of make a face at you anymore. I think we probably are understanding that as we get in closer contact and get closer to the holidays, people want to make sure that they stay healthy. So I think that's a little encouraging, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's hope that that uh, continues. In the meantime, um, we should be also thinking about uh, the influenza shots right now, the the good old-fashioned flu shots, right? Absolutely, and people should need uh, need to know, too, you can get both shots at once. You can get the COVID booster and the influenza if you're up for the COVID booster. So they'll just do it in uh, either arm. But, yeah, you know, we talked a while ago about how bad the flu season was in the Southern Hemisphere, and it's certainly looks like that is the way it's going to play out right now here uh, for all of us. Um, Cases are probably about a month ahead of where we normally would expect them right now. We are starting to see a lot of positivity down in the southeast and the southern, you know, Texas, all the way across to the Carolinas, um, which is concerning as we, you know, start to get into this travel season again. 
Now, what's the difference between uh, just a regular flu shot and the high-dose flu shot, which is being recommended for people over the age of 65? Yeah, so as we age, we know our immune system does not work as well. If you go back even to the COVID, look at, you know, COVID vaccines. Who were the ones that got that second booster first? I should say the second primary first. It was those over the age of 65 because we know that as we age, our immune system is not doesn't ramp up as quickly. So we want to make sure that we give a dose that is going to get the attention of the immune system. So those over the age of 65, you're just getting you're getting the same vaccine, just a much higher dose of it. So still looking at the same four strains, but just at a higher dose that your immune system will pick up and antibodies will be made and persist through the entire flu season. Yeah, already a a ton of questions for you on our text line, 312-981-7200. On our regular phone line, if you want to call in, 312-981-7200. For Dr. Most from the 708 area code, I'm 68. I'm healthy and have just gotten over COVID. When should I get my flu shot? Yeah, so very interesting because the CDC took a little bit of a different change right uh, just this week as well on that. Historically, they were saying, you know what, wait, you have three months of immunity here. Now, the individual is 68, although a healthy 68, you still say, is that immunity going to wane? So right now, the CDC is saying anybody who has had the infection is symptom-free and test negative can get the booster immediately. They don't have to wait the three months. For this individual, if they're just getting over it right now, here we are, October 16th, I would say, boy, you know, sometime probably in December, especially if you have any travel plans around the the Christmas holidays there, I would definitely get that booster. Why uh, why wait, uh, do you think? Because uh, is it because uh, coming out of COVID, you've got natural immunity? Well, two things, Dean. I think, one, they weren't sure about how many people would step up, and they wanted to make sure that they were getting the vaccine in the arms of people that appropriately needed the protection versus those that did have some natural immunity. What they've seen, I think, is that the number of people going to get it is not as high, so there isn't this big demand. There's plenty of supply. So now they're saying, okay, we can cut back. And those who are were concerned about their health, immunocompromised, you know, over the age of 65, even if you've had an infection, now you can get that. I think they were concerned there might be a run on this and we wouldn't have enough to get those who really needed the protection. And now they're changing their tune and wanting to make sure that those who want to be protected can be maximized. You know, the, uh, you know, more, more than uh, uh, anything of questions that I get about COVID during the week, you know, questions for you, uh, ask Dr. Most, these questions are people asking about the combinations of immunizations and when can they get them? Uh, both COVID, uh, influenza, uh, pneumonia, shingles, you know, go down the list. I mean, how, how should people kind of schedule all of that? Yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of not stepping on vaccines. What I mean is getting them both at the same time. Now, that being said, COVID and influenza, two totally very similar vaccines, looking at an infectious virus that's common in a respiratory that comes up every season. For the pneumonia and the shingles, I say spread those out a little bit, and for a couple reasons. Not that your immune system's not smart enough to handle it, but individuals who get the shingles vaccine often feel pretty punky for a couple of days, and really, why step on that with the other? The other is you really want your immune system to be tuned into that because it is more of a marathon 
versus a sprint, right? I'm concerned about getting influenza here in the next couple of weeks. I'm not concerned about getting shingles if I'm a somewhat healthy, age, you know, someone over the age of 50, but I certainly want to make sure that I have those decades of protection for shingles as well as the pneumonia versus the immediate term right now, the ones I'm concerned about being COVID and influenza. So I would say individuals who are looking to start their shingles series, get your vaccine for COVID, get your vaccine for influenza, wait a couple of weeks, and then start your uh, shingles series. Is there anything that people can do to lessen the effects of any um, of, of effects of any of those uh, shots? Well, you know, I mean, taking Tylenol, Motrin, Advil certainly will help some of the aches and pains. Making sure that you're really well hydrated will also take away some of those muscle aches. But people also have to understand that, you know, when we talk about side effects from vaccines, that's the body's immune system telling you it is turned on and it is working. It is seeing something foreign in your body that it doesn't like and it's causing inflammation, which is exactly what we want from the vaccine. That being said, people who don't have any, you're the immune system is still working fine. You just haven't gotten the side effects. But really, just taking you know the aches and pains and low-grade fevers, certainly taking simple over-the-counter medications, staying well hydrated, and I tell people get active, you know, get out, walk, you know, do some very light weights. Um, so certainly something that's going to get your circulatory system working and much more quicker. So okay, so some of those side effects are actually a sign that uh, things are working. Then things are, are doing what they're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to Dolores. You're on WGN with Dr. Kevin Most. Thank you. When I got my second boost, second shot, I was sick. When I got my first booster, I was really, really sick. When I got the second booster, I could hardly get out of bed. So I'm wondering with this new shot, do you think I could get half doses? Well, they won't. Yeah, Dolores, I mean, I totally understand what your concern is because of the side effects from it, and I'd love to know how long those side effects lasted, but they won't give you really a half dose because no study has been done on the half dose to say, if we give you a half dose, is it effective at all? So I would say, how bad were the side effects? And if they were so bad that you're saying, I'm not going to do this, then continue all your mitigation strategies of masking and social distancing and doing everything that you possibly can. If they oh, were just you. boy body aches and fever and that, take an Advil, take a Tylenol, take some fluids, and then just rest. Because like I tell people, I don't know how old you are, Dolores, but individuals I'm ninety years age, old. Oh, okay. You know, uh, <laughs> at ninety, I would rather have an ache for a couple of days than COVID or influenza. But it was more than an ache. I mean, I was so, so sick I could hardly get out of bed. I could hardly move. Yeah. I, I was just. <laughs> Out of it. How long did that last, Dolores? Uh, about two days. Okay. I'm still looking at these. These and someone that ninety that is ninety years old. COVID and influenza vaccines are lifesavers. You know, we got to remember we have about thirty-five thousand deaths due to influenza each year when we've had a normal influenza season, and it's often people who are over the age of sixty-five, seventy-five. So certainly. Look to get protected for each of these illnesses that can actually extend your life. Well, I just got the flu vaccine. I've never had a problem with that. But the COVID has really just knocked me out. So I will keep masking and uh, following your suggestions. And thank you for your help. Yeah, you're welcome. Good luck with everything, Dolores. Appreciate that. Let me take a break. We'll come back to more questions for Dr. Kevin Most, 312-981-7200. 
Dr. Kevin Most, Central DuPage Hospital, as always, on with us here on Sunday morning. And a text from the 847 area code, Kev, says, I'm a fourth grade teacher. I've been vaccinated uh, with all the available vaccines. My question is, what should I do about masking when I'm in school? Yeah, Dean, the million-dollar question that many are asking in some situations. What are we going to do with health care? What are we going to do in the teaching environment? You have to remember that the population that we're just talking about, so she's a fourth-grade teacher, she's hitting in that sweet spot of those 5- to 11-year-olds who have very low vaccination rates. So the chance of those kids coming in and spreading the disease to her, certainly, or her or him, is certainly um, a concern. That being said, I think the facial expression of a teacher is very important to kids as they learn. So I would say, you know, mask when you're really up close with them. But if you're standing in front of the classroom, please take your mask off. I think, you know, we've shown that kids had a quite a, uh, you know, decrease in education over the, the COVID experience. So we need to do everything we can to maximize them while still keeping our teachers safe. 630 area code said, has uh, Dr. Most heard about hair loss as an after effect of COVID. Maybe that's what happened to my hair. Um, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not heard that. And that, that would be something that is fairly unusual. I mean, I haven't heard anybody say that. So that's an interesting question. And I don't know that there's documentation of that. Yeah. There's so much, uh, you know, so much talk and, you know, rumors get started and get passed around. Uh, you know, who knows? Here's Kathy. You're on WGN with Dr. Kevin Most. Hi, doctor. Um, I'm 72 years old in very good health. I've had two Moderna and I had two boosters. Do I really need this next shot? Well, it's interesting, Kathy. You know, what you've had so far is essentially um, the basic of the vaccines. When we're looking at the one right now, it has the BA4, BA5. So great that you're 72 and in good health, but we have to remember that those vaccines that we got earlier don't protect us against BA4, BA5. We've had that, that has been shown consistently through the summer and the fall, which is why the numbers are so high. So really it comes down to you to say, hey, do I want to be protected against BA4, BA5? And at the age of 72, I certainly would. Now, Remember the caller before Dolores who really had a difficult time with the side effects of it. I think that's what people are weighing right now because it's not inconvenient to get it. It's the inconvenience of the of the side effects. But really, if yeah. you want the best protection, I would recommend it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for the call. You're and welcome. I, th- I think, you know, you, you put it uh, so well, Kev, when you said, uh, is it worth a couple of days of discomfort to make sure you're not going to get something that's going to turn into something so much more serious and possibly life-threatening. I, I mean, to me, uh, that's a good bargain to, you know, it, it just it, live through a couple of days of uh, discomfort, uh, get through it, and then you're uh, fully protected. Yeah, definitely. The investment in the vaccine and the side effects really has more of a long-range plan of helping you and protecting you and protecting those around you as well. Yeah. Here's Tom. You're on WGN. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi. Uh, Good morning. Uh, I just had a question about vitamin D. Dr. Most mentioned one time that uh, during the winter, it might be wise to take vitamin D. And I was just wondering, uh, would, uh, let's say, 400 IUs, which is 10 micrograms, would that be sufficient? 
Yeah, Tommy, you know, I'm glad you bring it up, too, because as we're getting close here to Halloween, we know that we're going to go, you know, to change the clocks here. And unfortunately, we're going to be uh, living a lot more in darkness for the next few months. And certainly we know two things about vitamin D. One is the importance in women and in men as well for bone health. And two, we know the importance of it for um, our immune system as well. So certainly we're not going to get that vitamin D from sunlight uh, during the winter months. So taking the supplement is very important. In the 400 I use, you're spot on right there. Take that. Individuals who take milk as well know that it's fortified with vitamin D, but certainly we want to make sure we supplement it during the winter months for our health. Thank you for okay, the thanks, sir. Thank you yeah, very much. So much. Yeah, appreciate your calling, Kev. Right. As always, we appreciate you joining us. I hope you have a great Sunday. You got it, Dean. Take care. We'll talk soon.